Okay, Daphne Gimel on the last line of Nun Beis and Beis. The Mishnah had said, a strange lashon. The Mishnah had said, Nafa lefonov mikola kriyachay. If the animal fell, Pashpashat, face forward, because of the sound of someone digging in the bar, either it scared him or it interested him to come see what's going on, then you're going to be chayiv. La'acharav mikola kriyachay. If the animal fell backwards into the bar because of that, you're going to be potter. So there's two points that seem to be in this halacha. A, there's a question of did the animal fall face first or did the animal fall backwards? And then there seems to be a point in the Mishnah about the animal didn't stam fell into the bar. It fell into the bar because of or despite, we'll see, the idea, someone digging in the bar that either scared it or attracted and caused it to fall into the bar. So what are these two points? So first of all, the Gemara says, I'm a Rav, lefanav, lefanav mamash, mamash. Rav says, this, is, this Mishnah is a Raya to my Halacha. Because the Mishnah says, you only chayev on the Shar if it falls into the bar face first, but if it falls in back first, the head, you know, with its head facing up, you're going to be potter. bibar, and they're both talking about where it fell into the bar mamash, because Rav Latameh, this is Rav Lashita, said the way Rav learned, you're chayev for the bad breathing part of the, the bad atmosphere on the bottom of the bar, you're not chayv for the fact the animal hit its head on the ground at the bottom of the bar. If you would be chayv for hitting your head on the bottom of the bar, says Rav, then what would be the difference if the animal fell face first or the animal fell backwards? He hit his head on the floor. Whereas, according to me, says Rav, that the nakuda here is the breathing, so if the animal falls face first, so its face is facing into this bad air on the bottom of the bar, so it can't breathe. Where if it falls back, and its face is up, then we're assuming it's able to breathe in the good air on the top of the bar, and then it would not be a problem. So that's Mamash of Shat in the Mishnah, exactly like Rav said, it's a Hevel issue. So if that's the case, how does Shmuel learn our Mishnah? The Shmuel, who says that you're chayv on the chavata at all, he's going to say like this. No. Bibar, if the animal fell into the bar, then you're right. Since you're chayv for chavata, you're chayv for the animal banging its head on the floor because you caused it to fall, you're going to be chayv no matter whether it fell forward or it fell backward. Shmuel says you're chayv for the bad air, but you're also chayv for the animal banging, banging its head or banging its body on the ground. So according to Shmuel, how does he learn that line of the Mishnah that when you fall acharav, which sounds like it means backwards, according to Shmuel, what's the difference which direction you fall in? Says so, well, you're right. According to Shmuel, you have to read the Mishnah a little differently. When it says backwards, it doesn't mean backwards. It says What it means is, instead of falling into the bar, he tripped on the bar. When it says Akharav, it wasn't talking about the direction of the animal. It meant the Akharav of the bar. So he actually did not fall into the bar. He fell out of the bar, on the side of my chutz bar. So if you fall chutz bar, that's something that the bala bar did not create at all. That's for sure, karka oilam. He tripped on the bar, but says Shmuel, that you're not going to be chayef for. So the lafanov of the achrav, lafanov means into the bar, and the achrav means out of the bar. Asked Taisus before in Daflun, wait a second. When we had this machlaikis Rav and Shmuel about this point, the Gemara said, my benayu, the Gemara said, my benayu is the gova. That if you make a, uh, a mountain or a little mound, ten tfachamai, and the animal trips on it and falls and hits its head on the ground, then you're going to be chayv. According to Rav, in that case, there's no hevel because there's no bar. According to Shmuel, in that case, there is chavot and you're going to be chayv. So you see from that Gemara we had before, that even though the bala, bala bar, all he did was make a mountain. He didn't make the land next to the mountain. In that case, when he trips on the mountain and falls, he's going to be chayef. And we hear Shmuel Befer says, when you trip on the bar and fall out of the bar, you're going to be potter. It sounds like the exact same case. But what's the difference? 
Lamaisa, is he tripping or is he not? If he's, if he's tripping out of the bar, hitting his head on karka, which you had nothing to do with, then you are a goyrim, but you're not going to be chayev. And over there we said, your dafka shmuel are going to be chayev. Taisa has a few terutsim. The second Taisa says before is, is that in this case, as we'll see in a second, he did not cause the takala fully. It is not, he didn't only trip because of the bar, he tripped because of the bar and because of the kolakriya. This noise that we mentioned, which helped him, which either attracted him or scared him to trip on the bar, since you had contributory negligence on the takala, not on the chavata, but on the takala, then in a chanami, the balabar is going to be potter. Whereas before, the balabar built the gova himself and the animal tripped on it totally on his own, then we, in a chanami, Shmuel says you would be having that case for the takala aspect of it. But a shared takala, Remember, there's two parts. There's the Chavata, which actually hits the ground, Takala, which causes him to trip. So if he causes the tripping totally on his own, and a Chanami, according to Shmuel, you would be Chayev. Whereas if it's a shared Takala, that's when Shmuel says over here, you would be Pata. Just to make the, the case a little bit clear. Eisvei says the Gemara, we have a Brisa. The Brisa says, Bibar, when you fall into the bar, Ben the fun of Ben the Achor of Chayev. Here, clearly, the Brisa is talking about falling into the bar, and the Brisa is saying that whether you fall face first, or whether you fall back first, you're going to be Chayev, which is clearly like Shmuel, not like Rav. So, to you have to the Rav, this Brisa is clearly a Kasha on Rav. So, Mar says three to I'm Rav Chisto. Moide Rav, Barber Shusa. The whole svar that Rav said, why you're potter when you're on chavata, is because we're talking about a barber shusarabim. A barber shusarabim, we said the, the, the ground is karka oilam. You didn't do anything to that ground. It's not your ground at all. The Torah didn't make it your ground. The Torah only made the hevel yours. The ground is not yours at all, and you're therefore your potter. What if you dig a bar in your own rishus? Remember, we had a machlokes about that, but assuming you can be chayv in a barber shusai, and, and you let people now come into your rishus, and they fall into your bar, then Rav says, you would be chayv in the chavata because the because the the nizik says to the mazik mamanavshach iba valames if the animal choked and died havala didachu the Torah says that all is yours iba chavata meis if my animal didn't die from the choking because it fell backwards but it fell because it hit head on the ground chavata didachu in this case the ground is yours because it's talking about a barber shusayachid a barber shusayachid he had access to but a barber shusayachid in their case there's a new chiddush now the rav would be moida in that case that now we could argue on this. It's not such a Pashat Svara. Because Lemaisa, one of the ideas we said behind Rav's idea of Karka Oilam is that the person did not create the Nezik of the Karka. He didn't touch the Karka, which is there. So that's far would not make a difference whether in Rishus Rabbim or Rishus But this Gemara is taking it a little differently that A, he exposed it, and B, it's his. And this goes so far that some Rishanim say that according to Rav, when you're Chayev here for the Karka Oilam or Rishus it's actually not Bar. It's actually Shar. It's Mamanamazik. It's not Baramazik. Because it's your ground. And if it's your ground that caused the Hezek, it's actually going to be a Din Shara Mazik, not a Din Bar Mazik, which would have an Afkamina if you're Chayv on Kalim and things like that. So there, there could be very big, interesting points on what the nature of this is. But, says of Chisla, this Bryce, when it says you fell into the bar, even backwards in our Chayv, if it's Imr Shusayachid, you're definitely going to, at least according to Chisla's Pshat, you would be Chayv. There's two Shahs. If we're inside a Tevil, then it'd be Bor. No, but according to this, you're saying it could be both. Yeah, we don't know what it is. Okay, if we know, we know. If we, no, if it fell backwards, if it fell backwards, we're assuming it's not Hevel. So there would only be Chavot. If it fell forwards, then you could debate it. And the Xeris HaKosov, according to Rav, the Xeris HaKosov always is. Then when it falls forwards, we blame the Hevel. That's the Xeris HaKosov. Nothing to discuss. Okay, in it, you're talking about a situation where maybe there was no Hevel, it was extra wide or something like that, then we could debate. Then in the Chanami, maybe we would have it in the offshore. 
Rabbah, my Rabbah says, no, I don't want to go with the Fikas of Shad. Rather, we're talking about the Kiddush of the Brisa is, what if the animal is doing a tumble sauce into the bar? Okay, it's flipping. So now it was face first, and then it flipped over, or it flipped over, so it, it was tumbling while it flew into the bar. It fell face first. At the end, when it hit the bottom of the bar, it was face up. So are you chayev for Hevel in that case or not? It started face down. The Havala the Hanibe Hanibe. Yes, we're going to say that the Hevel here is more like a din, like poison. Once it goes in to the mouth to the breathing of the animal, even if the animal ends up landing face up, but Lamai said it started face down. It breathed in the bad air, and on Echanami, you're going to be chayev for that Mishum Hevel. So from the Bryce it says, Bein the fun of Bein Laachav means how it landed makes no difference, but it has to have started face first. That's the second shot in the Bryce, according to Rav. Rav Yosef, Amr Yosef is the third shot. He said, you totally read this Bryce so wrong. This Bryce was not talking about a shar that got hurt in a bar, and whether it fell forward or backwards. This Bryce was talking about a shar that damaged the bar. The opposite. Not the bar damaged the shar, but the shar damaged the water in the bar. And whether the animal fell face first or backwards in that situation makes no difference. There was water in there. The animal fell in there and ruined the water. I don't care how the animal did it. It's going to be chayef. Whether the animal fell, again, we're assuming the animal, it was reg, again, this would probably be either regel because it was doing it normally, or maybe it was shame because it was trying to drink the water or something like that. But regardless of whether the animal fell forward or backwards, if it ruined the water, the balashar is going to be chayef. So we have three different ways to say, say this price. It could fit according to Rav. Tani Rav Chanil is you, the Rav. Now you brought a price against Rav. I'll bring your price for Rav. V'nafal, the price says V'nafal, when it says V'nafal to the bar, Achiyipol derech nefila, which meant, we said, according to Rav, face first. And the price says, V'kanamu nafal the fun of, V'kolakriya chayev, L'achar V'kolakriya potter, V'zeh v'zeh bibar. So you see that this price is clearly like Rav, that it makes a difference whether it falls face first into the Hevel or backwards away from the Hevel. So that takes care of the first Nakuda in the Mishnah of whether it's falling forwards or it's falling backwards. Going to Rav, it actually means forwards or backwards. Going to Shmuel, it means in the bar or out of the bar. Now, what's this other point of the Kol HaKriya, that there was someone making noise on the bottom of the bar, someone digging something there, and that seemed to have some contributory negligence, some, some part of it was caused by that person. What is the nature of that? Amar so someone's in the bar digging and caused the animal to fall face first. So according to everybody, you said the bala bar is going to be chayef. Says my name a kuro What happened to the responsibility of the person digging? We're assuming the person digging on the bottom of the bar is not the owner of the bar. It's a different person. So why don't we say that that person caused the shard to fall in, not the bar? And if that's the case, now it's a little tricky. He caused it, but Lamaisa, the person digging, is not responsible because that's a grumma bialma, right? Like we said, that's just a curl, right? We even talked about a case where you blow a shoifer through a guy's ear, whether you chayv a pot or not, because it's just a curl bialma that didn't directly cause any damage. Here it's even less. He's just making noise in the bottom of the bar, and that either scares or whatever it is, causes the animal to fall into the bar. So the bala kriya, the one digging now, making the noise, is definitely not chayv. But the question is can the bala bar say, I shouldn't be chayv either? Or I shouldn't be fully responsible. It's his fault for getting the animal to fall into my bar. How do you look at that? Our Mishnah seems to say the Bal Habar is Chayef. Why, says the Gemara? Why don't we say, Vamai name a Kuragarmle? You're right. The truth is, this is actually a Machlekes Tanoyim. And the Rabbanon would say that you're right. The Rabbanon would say it's actually going to be the fault of the person who's digging and making the noise. And the Bal Habar would talk to me, Potter. 
Also, why is our mission not say that? Our mission says the balabar is chayiv. Hamani Rabbi Nosson he. The Mishnah which says that the Balabaris guy is going to Shitas Rav Nosson. The Amar Rav Nosson says two points, two important points. Point number one is the Amar Balabar Azikakovit. Rav Nosson says that the Balabar definitely contributed to this. He wasn't totally responsible, but definitely contributed to it. Oh, so if he contributed to it, so why don't you say he pays only half the damage? You should pay like a Chatzinezik. Two people who cause damage, we'll see on him at base. Each one pays half. So why don't we say over here that the Baal Bar only pays half if you're assuming that the Baal HaKroy, the Baal who made the noise, was contributing? Because of Nassim holds the second point, which is, If Nassim also holds the Gemara we quoted earlier, that if you have two people cause damage, you can only collect from one of them for whatever reason, that one takes full responsibility. Okay, so we're assuming the Rabbanon argue on both these points. A, the Rabbanon hold that the, the one who's digging and making the noise, he's fully responsible. We also assume, the Gemara said earlier, that the Rabbanon argue on the second point of Nassim, although we don't see anywhere in this price uh, the Rabbanon argue on the second point, because Nassim's second point is only applicable when we assume they both caused the damage, then how much does each one pay? The Rabbanon hold that both of them did not cause the damage in this case. It was the one who was digging and making the noise that fully caused the damage. We'll see that in the Gemara Bem Sheikh, and therefore, according to Rabbanon, you would be totally going to have no one to, you have no one to tie against. The Nizik has no one to tie against in this case. The Balabar says, not me, it's the, it's the one who dug the hole and made the, not dug the hole, maybe the one who's digging and makes the noise, and the one who's making the noise says, I'm a Gairam Biyam, it's a Grum, I'm not going to be responsible. So according to Rabbanon, you get off scot-free. According to Nassim, he, they're both contributory, and whoever can't pay, the other one has to make up the difference. Where do we see this? In the following halach. So you have two people contribute, again, to the damage of the animal. A balashar and a balabar. So shar pushes another shar. Ruvain pushes Levi shar into Shimon's bar. So Ruvain and Shimon are the mazikim, and Levi is the nizim. So what happens over here? So balashar chayiv, balabar potter. So in this case... Tanakama, not Rav Nosson says, the one who started this action, which is the Balashar, he's responsible. Albar did nothing. Right? Just, the Balashar did everything. The Balashar has to pay whatever he has to pay, whether he's Chatzin, Nezik, or Nezik Shalim, whatever it is, makes no difference. It's all the Balashar's issue. And in our case, the equivalent to that would be, it's the one who's making the noises issue. The one who started it, you go bust him in. Karash, he says, the one who started, he's fully responsible. That's the Rabban. What does Rav Nosson hold? Rav Nosson, I'm no. They both contributed, and Balashar Mishali Mechzo, Balabar Mishali Mechzo. They have to pay half. Each one contributed. When the Shar pushes into the bar, the Shar contributed and the bar contributed. They each pay half. Okay, now from that, all we see is that they both contributed. But we have a second Brysa. Vatanya, we have a second Brysa of Nasudaymer, Balabar Mishali Gimokhalokim, or Balashar Revia. He says an interesting halacha that in this case, the Balabar pays three quarters, and the Balashar pays one quarter. Where did that come from? What kind of math is that? Right? They both contributed. You pay half. What's the idea of three quarters and a quarter? And the Gemara explains. So the difference would be Tam and Mu'ad. If it's a Mu'ad, so the Balashar should pay all of it. The Balatam, the Balhabar should pay all of it. Each one pays half. Okay. But if it's a Tam, and now it gets a little bit tricky. If it's a Tam, now the Balashar is only supposed to pay half. So how does that math work? So the Gemara says like this. Ubetam, Micah, by a time, how do you look at, when you have contributory negligence, it's a big fancy English word, but it just means that two people do damage, how do you look at that? The truth is, each one did all of it. Turns out, obviously, the Nizik does not collect twice. Okay, But each one did the full damage. 
the Nizik only collects once, so each one only pays half. So then, Haimashalim Pag, Haimashalim Pag. So then, the Baashor, now, this is more than how many thinks this follows. When you pay Chetzi Nezek as a Tam, do you pay Chetzi Nezek of the damage you caused, or do you pay Chetzi Nezek of the amount you would have to pay otherwise? Okay? In this case, the Baashor is only going to have to pay half. Even if he was a Mu'ad, he would only have to pay half because there was somebody else contributed to the Hezek. So do you say a Tam pays half of what you would have to pay? You would have to pay half, so half of that is a quarter. Or do you say, you pay half of the damage you cause, and the damage we're saying is, Lemaise, each one caused the full damage, so you pay half of that, which would be Chetzinezek. So that's an interesting question, says the Gemara. So let's look at this. If you say each one caused all of it, so Haimashan Pag, Haimashan Pag, and the Gemara assumes that in the Havamina now, and Tom pays half of the damage he caused. Since Lemaise caused the full damage, there might be somebody else who contributed, Lemaise caused half, he would pay Chetzinezek, not Revia. So let's assume not like that. Let's assume when two things contribute to damage, really each one caused half the damage. Okay, so a Tom caused half the damage. So a Tom would have to pay half of a half, which is a quarter. Right? This is not very hard math. We're okay, right? So half of a half is a quarter. So the Balashar pays a quarter. The Balabar, who only caused half the damage, he pays half. Why should the Balabar pay three quarters? Where did that come from? Right, and the Nizik Taka loses. Like any time a Tom damages you, you lose something. So you're also the Tom damages you, you lose a quarter. So what's this idea of the Balashar paying three quarters? Balabar, I'm sorry, paying three quarters. So where's this Tupshatim? And this is going to be no Gayar Sugya. So Rava. First of all, Rava says, don't think Rav Nassim's wrong. Rav Nassim Dainu. Rashi says, the Gemara in Hariya says, Rav Nassim was in the Av Bezdin. Venachas Laumka Dedina. He knows Cheshen Mishpat. Better than you. Okay, so there's no question if Nasan understands what he's talking about. So what's Pshat? It could be that he holds that everybody caused half the damage. No problem. Everybody caused half the damage. Oh, hold. Sorry. Sorry, I read it wrong. Sorry, sorry. I was spaced out. Each one caused full. So if that's the case, why does each one not pay half? Where's this idea of three quarters, one quarters? The Balashar says, Listen, I'm a Tom. I was going to pay half without you. If I cause this whole thing, I'm going to pay half. I cause the whole damage, I pay half Nezik. Now I want to blame you for some of it. So, so what? So I, pay, I don't gain anything by you contributing? That doesn't make any sense. You're contributing to this Hezek must actually take off half of what I was going to pay. And I was going to pay Chetzi, so you take half of that, because that's the part that you contributed to. Since I was only responsible for half to begin with, responsible for half, I caused it all. But I was only going to pay, your contribution here is going to be half of the what I was going to pay. And therefore it splits up three quarters of one quarter. That's one svar. The other svar, which is the svar that we're going to be using here, each one caused half damage. If that's the case, so Balbar should pay his half, and the Balashar should pay as a time half of what he caused. No. The Balashar, the victim, you have to be careful, don't get confused here. The victim, the Nizik Shar, says to the Balabar, I came and I found my dead Shar at the bottom of your bar. That's what I found. At Katle, right? Assumingly, it died because of your bar. If you can somehow blame some other guy, 
the original bar, Ruvain, who owns the original shark. Blame him. I'll collect from him what I can. But my but what I cannot collect from him, because his, his animal is only a tam, and I'm only going to be able to get a quarter out of his, the rest I'm getting from you. So here we see we have Nussan Svar. And this is the Svar we're using over here. There, if Nussan holds that when two people have contributory negligence, if you cannot collect from one, there's no question you collect from the other one. Even though they both cost 50-50, but Lamai said the Tom can only pay a quarter, because the Tom only pays half of his Nezik, then automatically you go collect the difference from the Baal Habar. And therefore, in our Gemara also, says the Gemara, that's going to be shot in our Mishnah. When the Mishnah says that the Baal Akari was digging a hole, he contributed... Balamaisa, he's potter. He was only a grama bialma. In which case, the balabar, the regular balabar who dug the bar originally, he's going to be fully responsible. But according to Rabbanon, not. According to Rabbanon, both points are not going to be true. What? I can't hear you what I'm talking. You could. You could. But then who's going to be a town of our Mishnah? <laughs> then you want to help you in our Mishnah. So I don't think they're necessarily mutually exclusive. They could both be true as well. But we're definitely saying that the Chari of Nas is fitting into our Mishnah from the idea that that's how Rashi seems to learn this thing. Says Rava, Amar Rava, Evan bar. If you have a, someone has a bar, the Ruben dug a bar. Shimon comes and puts a rock outside the bar. And now someone, an animal comes, trips on Shimon's rock and falls into Ruben's bar. Mamish, exact same case as the shar. Shar pushes an animal into the bar, or uh, somebody trips on a rock and falls into the bar. So, this would be the same achleikis. According to the Rabbanan, it's the owner of the rock who caused this issue. That's all I care about is the owner of the rock. According to Avnasen, it's chetzi chetzi. In this case, they're both going to be chetzi chetzi. There's no big difference in how they pay, but he says they're both going to be responsible. Why would you think any different? So, my the same interesting svar. In our case, the balabar says the balashar, Look, your bar, your shar, I'm sorry, your shar would have killed this animal anyways. Right? It, it was pushing it, it was goring it, it would probably would have killed it. My bar didn't make it worse necessarily, it would have killed it anyways. So maybe we could discuss who's responsible. And therefore the Rabbanan say that the first one is responsible because he started. If wasn't for your bar, I just put a little rock there. An animal tripping on a rock is not going to die. And therefore, he wants to blame fully the Balabar in this case. So maybe, and therefore the Rabbana would say it, and Rabnatsa would say, that's the Balabar's total problem. He just would have tripped over the rock and stood up. So it's fully the Balabar's problem. You would have thought that. But the Balabar can say the opposite. He would have avoided the bar, right? He would have seen it and moved away. He tripped on your rock, and that's what caused him to fall into my bar. So therefore, this ends up being the exact same case as a shark that pushes into the bar. And again, according to the Rabbana, you blame the first guy. According to Rabbi Nassim, you blame both. And whenever the one doesn't pay, the other one pays. And here, they're both bar people. So if they're both bar people, then they're going to both pay their half, and there's nothing to discuss. Itmar. What about the following case? We said that a shar of hegdish that causes damage is totally potter. It doesn't pay anything. Okay? Here we're talking about, when we talk about a shar originally, earlier, yesterday, we used that term to talk about an animal that was not hegdish. We talked about, to talk about a term, that animal that was hegdish in the past, then you appoint it, and then it's not via mesi aloy, etc., which we'll see more about tomorrow. Here we're talking about an animal that actually is hegdish. Tysus points it out. Rashi says, well, that's not necessarily Rashi. Whoever that is says that we're talking about an animal that is still has Kedusha's Hegdish on it. It was not Nifta. And if it was not Nifta, that half shard, that shard that caused that half of the damage is not going to be responsible to pay. 
So now you get into Rav Nassim's question. Two animals caused simultaneous damage together, right? Or they contributed together. Rav Nassim's point is they're both responsible, clearly. And besides them both being responsible, if you cannot collect from one because he's a hegdish animal, then according to Rav Nassim, you collect from the other one. Oh, so now let's see the Gemara. Shavashab, Shanaku, Abaya Omar, Abaya says, he just said in the Vesemedish, Meshan Chatzinezer, you pay half. Ravina, or maybe it's somebody else, somebody changes the gear, so to Rava, maybe. You pay a quarter. It was the Balashar, not the Hegdish, of course. The Balashar pays a quarter. What's going on? So we have to, uh, four different ways we can possibly explain what they're talking about. It could be Hava Batam. We're talking about where the Shar was a Tam. And Harabana Rabbi Nassim. Depends who you're going to say is going to be responsible over here for what's going on. According to, if the animal's a Tam, so, according to the Rabbanan, the, the, here it's contributory. Here they both caused the damage. Nothing to discuss. So, according to Rabbanan, they're both a tam. Normally, I would pay half of a half. So, that's all I pay is half of a half. I pay a quarter. According to Avnassin, since the sharp Sula McDushin does not pay at all, so the regular Shar has to make up the difference and he has to pay the full half. So that's why Abayah says a half. He's going in. Abayah says Chatzinezik. He's going in Rav Nassin. And Ravo, Ravina, who says a quarter, he's going in the Rabbanan. So too bad. Then the, the, the victim loses. That's one way to learn it. HaRabbanak Rav Nassin. Ibayah says, Mahavak Rabbanan. We're both going to shift to Rabbanan. Habatam HaBabuud. So that's another way to look at it. By a tam, you pay half of what you were going to pay, which is a quarter. And by a mood, you pay half of what you would pay, which is a half. That's another way to look at it. Ikadiyami, a third way to learn the b'risa. Not the b'risa, but the maimer. Abayam rechatsi nezik, avinam rechulanezik. That we quoted it wrong. It wasn't a question of half or quarter. It was a question of half or whole. Oh. So then, hav hav a mood. It could be we're talking about a mood. Harabana ibn Nasan. So according to Nasan, if the show was a mood, you have no one else to collect from. He pays full. According to Rabbanon, I don't care if the show is a muid. Lamaisa, he only did half the damage. So he's only going to pay half. So if it's a muid, I pay whole. I don't care about the other person, the other shark, because he's not paying anything. And if it's a time, I pay the full half. Because they have nothing else to blame it on, because the Sharpul and Psil Makdash are not going to pay. So you have four different ways to explain what this Machlek is a Bay Ravina or Rava was. Amarava, what about other cases? And now it gets much more interesting. Sharva Adam Shadakfulabar. So if a Shar and an Adam pushed another Shar into a bar. So the contributors here were an animal and a person. Okay, now we've already said, this is, helps you see if you've chazed the last 52, 53 blot well. So now we can mix and match all kinds of halachas. So first of all, Linyan Izakin Kulan Chayavin. Linyan Hezik, right, everybody's going to be chayav, because a shar and a adam are chayav for Nizke Hezik, the damage they cause. Therefore, they split it. Now they split it according to the... I'm sorry? No, the Balabar, no, we're talking about over here we pushed him in. It's contributory. Right, the two the two guys pushed him in. We're going to we're going to again depends if you want to bring a Nassim into it and split it up three ways. That's going to be fine too. It depends if it was it depends how they pushed him. It was a kavana, not a kavana. Look at the Tosafos discussing the case. But let's assume that all, the balabar, you want to make the balabar chayef as well. That's fine. It doesn't matter. That, that's fine too. According to Nassim, you can be chayef the balabar. According to Rabbanon, you're not being chayef the balabar. But we're not we're not focusing on that point here. We're focusing on what they're paying. Because now you can have different chiyuvim depending on which half one cost. Okay? So, linyan izakin kulun chayavin. Let's assume the balabar as well. Make it easier. Linyan arbadvarim, right? The tsar, the report, the shavas, and the baishas, which a shor does not pay, and a bar does not pay, but an adam does pay. 
right? Or Dmei Vladais, which with Dmei Vladais we said, also a Shor and a Bar do not pay Dmei Vladais, but an Adam does pay Dmei Vladais if a pregnant woman lost a child in there, then Adam Chayev, a Shor, a Bar, Potter. Then an Adam would be Chayev. A Shor, a Bar have nothing to do with those parts. So even though they contribute to the Hezek part, they definitely do not contribute to those aspects of it. What about Lenin Kaifer? Right? What about if the person dies in the Bar? So now, Depends how the, per- the person himself who may be pushed in. Depends if he did it by Kavana, Shalei Kavana, whether he's in Mikhail, but Lamaisa, Kaifer over here you would have from the Shar. Vishloishim Shal Eved, or if it was an Eved and the Eved died, which case we said by an animal, you pay Shloishim Eved. So then the opposite, Shar Chayev, Adma Bar Paturim. Those only apply to the Balashar. Those do not apply to an Adam. An Adam was always going to be Pater when he kills somebody, even if he kills him Shalei Kavana, according to Tanah of Chesko, that we already said, that you always have Kimla Bin Dramine in all situations. And a bar, of course, does not have any din of Kaifer at all, so a bar would not be responsible for that. In fact, a bar totally Pater on an Adam or an Eved that falls into it. So in that aspect, you wouldn't split those aspects. Those would only be Chayv on that one part. What about Linyan Caleb? So now, if there was Kalim that broke in that bar, so now, or Sharp Suli Mikdashim. If you have a Sharp Suli Mikdashim, which we said is different, because over there it says Vamesi Eloi, we'll see in the Gemara in a second, and we said a bar is Potter on Sharp Suli Mikdashim. We'll get to that in a second. So Adam is Sharchayavanu Bar Potter. So in that case, then, the Balabar is Potter on the Kalim, but the Adam and the Shar who pushed the Kalim in, they would have to pay their F. Now, again, according to Rav Nassim, they would each split 50 50. According to Rabbanon, Lavdafka, right? Depends how, 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 you, how you want to look at who started up here. According to Rabbanon, maybe you say they're only Chayv, the Balbar is not Chayv, so they'd be 50 50 anyways. Now, my time, what's the idea of the Sharp Sulem Mikdashin when you have an animal that is not even Hegdish now, but it was Hegdish in the past? Why in that case is the Balabar Potter? So my time, Amarkrav, Amesia Loy, it says in the Pasuk, by the Balabar, by the Bar, Balabar Yashalim, Kesef Yashal, the Balabar, Mace, Yeloy, he gets to keep the Mace, and what does he do with the Mace? It's dead. He gets to feed it to his dog or whatever it is. That only is applicable, Misha Meshaloi, if the mace has some value. Yotzezesh ain't a Meshaloi. Right? In this case, Sharp Sulemikdash, you can't do anything with the carcass. You can eat it if you shechted it properly, but if it fell into the barn and died, there's nothing you can do with it anymore. Because it was previously hegdish, we don't allow you to feed it to dogs or do anything like that with it. In which case, says the Gemara, that the Balabar be potter. The Balashar and the Bal, uh, and the Adam, it will still be Chayev. So there's another Nafkamina between which are the Mazikim over here. So that's an interesting point. There seems to be, you saying me as a Dover Pasha coin to Rava, that when a sharp Sulemic Dushan falls into a bar, you're going to be potter. But me by by the rabbi. Truth is, we know that we have documented Rava asked this as a Shaila, the boy Rava. Sharp Sulemic Dushan is the bar mouth. Does he say, Do we dash like we just said, since he doesn't get to keep the carcass, he's potter? We had the Shiloh earlier, which is that when you when a shar falls into a bar, or any kind of case we had, when a shar damages another shar, you don't pay the whole value of what was da- of the dead animal. You don't pay the value of the live animal. You pay the difference between the value of the live animal and the dead animal, meaning the Nizik keeps the carcass. He has to sell it or do whatever he wants with it, and you pay the difference. And we learned that out from Hamas Yeloi. So is that what Amazio is teaching me, or is Amazio teaching me this idea of that by Sharp Sulem Mikdash and you're put to my bar? Says the Gemara, but you're right, boss of the boy, after Rav had the Shaila, Hadar Pashta, he was Pashit. So wait a second. If that's the case, so how does he know that when the Shar falls into the bar and dies, that you pay the difference between the value of the live animal and the value of the dead animal? Maybe you have to pay the whole value. If he doesn't learn Vamesi Eloi for that Jerusha. 
So I don't know, because it says Vamesi Eloi somewhere else. Nafgalei Miramesi Eloi Deshar. By Shar it says, I know that Kishar Nagachum Itmol Shoshim, Veloi Yishmerenu Balav, Shalom Yishalom Shar Tachashar, Vamesi Eloi. It says it there as well. Oh. So it says the Gemara. So now you have an interesting Joshua here. You have a very funny Joshua, the way Tysus points out. It says the word Vamesi Eloi twice in the Parsha. Once by Bar, once by Shar. By Shar, you're telling me it's teaching me A, that the Nizik keeps the dead Shar and you only pay the difference. And, says Tysus, you learn that that, that same halacha that applies by Shar, you also learn out to Bar. Just like by Shar, you only pay the difference. By Bar, also you only pay the difference. Whereas, the Vamesi Eloi that says by Bar, you're teaching me, he's teaching me a whole different halacha. Is teaching me that a sharp psula mikdashim that falls into a bar your potter, and says Tosis, you don't learn shar from bar for that halacha. So one amesi alai was saying it says by shar and we learn it out to bar. The other one says by bar and we don't learn it out to shar. Now that the doesn't answer. The Gemara just wants to know how do you know which amesi alai is teaching you which point? One could be teaching you sharp psula mikdashim as potter, and one is teaching you bar metapel benevela. How do you know which is which? So my chazos to amesi alai to shar mafka said the bar metapel the bila metapel benevela. That you pay the difference, and then that applies by shar and bar. And and your putter by shar Maybe you should say the opposite. It makes more sense to say that this bizarre type of patur of shar that applies by bar applies applies by bar. Why? Since we see a bar is putter on other things, which don't necessarily make logical sense to us. Why should a balabar be putter on Kalem that break? We don't know. That's what the Torah says. So once that doesn't make sense to us already, and the Torah seems to be makel on the balabar, he'd be makel also that he's not chayef for a sharp shlomik Lamaisa only by Shar we have a din of Chatzinezek. So we're Makel on Shar by Chatzinezek. Maybe we should also be Makel and say Sharp Sulem Ekdashin is Potter. So my Kula Nezek No, Lamaisa not. Lamaisa, when it comes to Kula Nezek, Shar is definitely more Chomer than Bar, because Bar is Potter always on Caleb, even by the Muad type, which is obviously. And therefore we're going to say, if we have a choice, which way to Darshan, we're going to Darshan of Amesi Eloi to Potter. From Sharp Sulem Ekdashin, Dafka by Bar, and if I may see Eloi by Shar, it teaches you by the Metapa Menevela, and Taka, as Tysus points out, we learned that back out to Bar as well. Okay.